0: This is a Sound Rebel podcast. Discover more of our shows at soundrebel.co.uk.
1: Yo, what's going on, people? It's another episode of Give Me Some Good News, a podcast where we try and cheer you up, put a smile on your face, and distract you from all the negativity that's gone on in the world with positive vibes. I'm your host, stunt comedian Nathan Caton. Hope you guys are well. As ever, I'm joined by the very talented Rich Wolfenden. How are you, sir? Yes, mate, I'm very good. How are you? i'm I'm all right you know i'm i'm feeling i'm feeling optimistic today Um oh, good. just because like the, the recent news we have had about like gyms opening up again you know I'm, yeah. i I'm miss going to the gym uh swimming pools as well um and okay. just, like yeah, and also like um we can do outdoor performances as a comedian i mean that's helps already <laughs> I've been offered a few gigs outside um good. which yeah, so it shows that there's there's light. That's at the nice. end of the tunnel. That's nice. To yes. See, did
0: you did you have your um your, your
1: car park gig? No, uh, that's end of the month now. Oh, is it? Oh, so it's month. not a car park gig; it's a driving gig. Just to just in a car park, just shouting. <laughs> Back B car park. Um, <laughs> no, that's end, end of the month. I'm I'm doing that. Um, and then I've got some other ones like in like a a beer garden. Um, nice. So yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. But I mean, just it's, it's just I'm, I'm hopeful now that you know. I can start working properly again, you know what I mean? Oh, um, fingers
0: crossed, touch wood. It's on its yeah, way back.
1: How, how's your week been? Uh, good. I went to, the, uh, went to the pub. I'm
0: in the pub in so long. Went on Monday, uh, Monday evening, just uh, me was and it, Jack. Was it busy? Uh, you know what? It went, we went to, the, um, went to the Avalon in, in Clapham. And um, yeah. they've got like a back garden and a front garden. And there was nobody yeah. indoors. And there's still loads of space outside. And it was just so nice. To sit outside and have a pint, but it was so weird because you know when you go on holiday and like the the waiter takes your order rather than go to the bar and, and order yeah. drink and that sort of thing. It was like that, but in Clapham, and I was like, this is so <laughs> strange. But it was just nice to have like a, a pint in
1: like a glass. Oh, did, it was
0: just it was nice. It was a good start to the week. Let's put it that way.
1: Did you get really poncy with like when you were ordering your drinks? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt
0: I felt so sorry for the poor bar fella because he was just running around all I over the imagine. place, and they literally only had like Stella. Or like Bulmers or something like that. That's all they had. But honestly, it was just—it's so nice to be in the back back in
1: the uh, back in the pub. I just can't tell you mm. how, how much fun I had. Oh, lovely man, yeah. cool. Yeah, but that's what this podcast is about, man. Looking on, looking at the bright side of life. You know, finding finding the positives and the good in the world. Uh, as ever, we've got a guest to join us. Who's going to bring us some good news stories? A very funny comedian who uh, I've worked with many times. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Joe Caulfield to the podcast. How you doing?
2: Good, good. Surprisingly, very cheerful in lockdown. guess good. I'm one of those people that have taken to it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. So yeah, I remember, because when we first spoke via um, email or whatever it was, you were saying that you're one of the few people, you've, you've enjoyed lockdown. Um,
2: yeah, I think because um, one of the main reasons is, of course, because eight years ago, I, on a whim, moved out of London to Edinburgh, mm. which is not good for stand-up. So basically every week I'm travelling. For, and I'm away from home like three four days, so to not do that is', is great and i wouldn't i, I wouldn't have gone right home and take a month off and not travel. I would never have turned down work mm. so this has forced me to do it and i've really i've really enjoyed that the being at home thing and mm. uh, and then uh, uh, sort of adapting like learning new things okay that's been very exciting all sorts of weird things i mean like doing my own highlights, cutting my hair (laughs) in a way because I don't really care because I've got long hair. I just, oh, cut a bit, it'll grow. And the highlights, like, and finding out that you can find out how to do nearly everything on YouTube. I'm very slow to learn this. And so, you know, then, then there was some, like really a really nice American lady who told me how to do the highlights but I realized like she's got nothing else to do all day you know that's her job is doing videos and so when she did it she took hours and, and I was like oh for fuck's sake and so it was it, I didn't realize that the, the bleach then blobs all over so I, I was like a bit like a cheater for a while um but I didn't care because I thought, oh, that's a new thing I've learned. And that saved me a lot of money for the hairdressers when they do open. And then weird things that I thought, you know, because like my friend was learning French. So I felt bad. Like, you're going, oh, god, I'm doing that. Learning French. Oh, you as well. <laughs> <laughs> learning French. Because that is the sort of thing you should do when you've got this time, isn't yeah. it? So I thought, what would I like to learn? And uh, something quite useless, but I've always wanted to give it a go. At Northern Soul Dancing.
0: Oh, okay. so
2: yeah. A specific so dance I,
0: for Northern Soul. I didn't know this.
2: There is there is a way of dancing, and I've always liked I like the music, and I've always liked the look of it. Like if you see any videos of like a whole dance floor of people doing it, it's like they look like they're floating. There's something really lovely about really? it. So I thought, right, yeah. Check out some YouTube videos of people doing Northern Soul. Not the kind of jumping about where they do the splits and stuff like that. Right, no, Not okay. that, just
1: the kind of floatiness <laughs> a of it. You joke, man. That's, 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 a, that's a finale for a show, isn't
2: it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, do, I do have a clip of me doing it really badly. Um, because I put on a, I was going to film myself and then I realised I put on a track that was really far too fast. Oh, so no. I could not do it. <laughs> But uh, but also, again, learned from YouTube. I don't know why I'm whispering about the man that I learned from. So I just thought, and there's a YouTube video this guy, Northern Soul Lessons, and he goes, you know, step one tutorial. But all you see is from the waist down. So it's just his legs and oh. his feet and his kitchen floor, and he's got a Labrador. That's all I know about him. <laughs> I don't know what he looks like. I don't really know what he's called. So I sort of, I've invented like a backstory that I think like he's got a gift for dance, but he's hideously disfigured. So that's why he can't show himself <laughs> <here. laughs> on the internet or something. But it's just really weird because I feel like I spent a lot of time with this man, you know, yeah. going, doing, cause I'll do it with him. I'll put it on and I put, I'll do it with him, you know. And so now I have developed that I can sort of do it. Isn't it that time where you can go, oh, why don't I give that a go? So yeah. is your French going well? Did you know yeah. some French?
1: Before? Yeah, I knew, I knew French before yes. uh, from, Well, one from, from high school And then I started learning about mm, Six months to a year before lockdown uh, And then in lockdown I've just done it even more Like every day I'm doing like at least an hour Or maybe two hours That's um, great so but like yeah, the,
0: the French you learn in school is literally like The French you're never going to use Like you learn what like rubber is
1: and yeah. like what
0: frying pan is. And like, they're, they're, you know, it's not everyday French, is it really, yeah. that you learn in Have French you got course. croissants? <laughs> come <Yeah>.
1: on.
2: That <laughs> useful, though. Yeah. But also, I think, because you learn it, because I remember one time trying to learn Spanish mm. and realised my brain wouldn't do it. But French, because you learn it young, that does come back, like the basics are there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, that would be an easier one. Especially if you speaking is your thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, so people always go, Oh, I'd love to retire to Spain or France or something. And I go, I wouldn't because I wouldn't be able to talk. <laughs>
1: you know, what I
2: mean,
1: I'd be like, oh. so I just, just sit you there and You can talk go, oh, I've dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, talk <stop> through dance. talk it. <stop> it. <laughs> um, so, Joe, we have you on the podcast to uh, share mm. some good news stories with us. Um, what is the first story that you would like to share with us?
2: Well, <laughs> uh, the other thing I've been doing is I'm so glad that I have a little garden where I live. And our gardens are there. All the houses have little gardens, and they back onto each other. Our houses were originally for people who work, I live in Leith in Edinburgh. So Mm -hmm. they were originally for the port workers. But it's all very graded into um, sort of class. So my street is that middle class, uh, (laughs) because we've got our own front doors. But we're only single fronted and the next street there they're the really posh people because they've got double fronted and they've got a big gardens that are private. Whereas we have our own garden, but they've just got these little Victorian fences that are only two foot high. So okay. everybody's gardens, you know, are sort of communal, but they're not. Um, and some people have put up fences, but we judge them for that. <laughs> we do If we, people move in they go, oh, they're putting up a fence. Oh dear, we don't like that. But where I am happens to be that we've all decided not to put up fences and then in lockdown, it's been great because we can socialize with uh-huh. each other and we've done sort of distancing wine and it's just it's just a way of going out and having a chat every day with people. Mm. So with the gardening, I found a friend of mine introduced me to a new website. I think it's called Budget Gardening for Fun. And it's kind of one of my favourite things. And I've introduced my friend, you know her, Sally Ann Haywood. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because she's like me, she's keen on gardening, but also nosy. <laughs> and what this is, it's people put up pictures of their gardens and tell you what they're doing in their garden. So I just love it because it's just like going through lots of people's gardens. I haven't put any of mine up. <laughs> so you judge their gardens. And if you like something, you can ask them and they're thrilled immediately. You go, Oh, well, I did it like this and this is how I did it. But today there was a bit of a scandal because um, they had to remove somebody. And, you know, with all the scandals going on on all the comedians' uh, collective sites, all the sites yeah. is constantly like, oh, who's been outed as this without the other... So I thought, oh, even the budget gardening for fun, they had to remove someone because they were trying to flog stuff, which you're not allowed to do.
0: Ah, these the rules. So they
2: removed them. So I'm awaiting the sex pests arriving <laughs> on the gardening <laughs> site. <laughs> I was thinking, like, oh, I'm going to be the first to find them. And if anyone puts something slightly saucy, I'll go, well, I was uncomfortable with that, so let's get rid of them.
1: Oh, <laughs> lovely like man. Cool, man. I like that. And, like, community spirit, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. What, what else do you have to share with us?
2: And the other thing was um football coming back. Okay, which cool. um I I thought I was excited and then I wasn't. Like I was excited so much that when Bundesliga came back, I watched a couple of games and then was like, Oh god, football's awful. <laughs> like you know they, they didn't have any sound, they yeah. didn't have crowd noise or anything and it and I, I listened to a lot of football podcasts so i was like oh, i can't even listen to all my, my football podcasts because they were so desperate you know mm. you know they've got yeah. nothing to talk it about it's so, so and funny then, you
0: mentioned that like like sky sports like a few weeks ago we're talking about how they like the steak cooked
2: yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they, yeah that one the Guardian one where they um, they interviewed each other so they went through all oh. of their life stories and then they you know they did like famous matches and you go they've done everything yeah um, and I thought they would be more interesting, because I thought, oh, maybe I'll come, you know, because I've, you know, massive gaps in my knowledge of football, so I thought, oh, this would be good, I'd learn a lot, but it, but it didn't work out that way, I just thought, oh, we're just treading water, we're pretending that stuff's happening and nothing's happening. <laughs> so then Bundesliga started, and I got all excited, and then watched it, and and um, it had no feeling. It was like watching a rehearsal. Mm. It just like, oh god, funny. this is really terrible. They, it seemed to me like, oh, unless people are yelling at footballers, they they don't try.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know this.
2: It was a bit. It was a bit like you know when we started doing gigs before they'd set up how you could hear people on Zoom. Yes, you know, and you were sort of doing gigs and going. I think I'm just talking. I've not. This isn't a gig. I can't hear people laughing. It's just
1: it's just a woman talking, a isn't spot it? Spot on analogy. Yes. Oh,
2: <laughs> and then when they were celebrate when they were celebrate, there was that just that awkward moment where they were just they weren't hugging. Um, the German ones were very distant things, so they would just go up near each other in a slightly odd way and kind of move about as <laughs> uh, so it was like. They were sort of dancing or something. It just looked really bad. Oh, my God. And they're like, they didn't... Because at first I thought, I don't know what they're doing. They're sort of going near each other and moving. Oh, that's their celebration. (laughs) But it looked like just men being really awkward at a social function.
0: Maybe they'd all been practicing their Northern Soul dance or something like that. That's what it could have been. (laughs) Yeah, very bad. Yeah.
2: Then when football gradually came back here, and then I was like, oh, no, it's still broken. And then to me It was when they did go Let's put in the sound Let's pretend there's a crowd Yeah And I fell for it immediately And it works for me Even yeah. when they get it wrong You know When they go Oh, oh, boo
1: Yeah, yeah Or oh,
2: that's yeah. like Oh, it didn't go in um, okay, yeah, And no, I, mean, I know you're a big Brent fan So you maybe Brentford You maybe Maybe Go up
1: Um, are you thinking
2: yeah, I, you're possible?
1: I don't know, man I mean, we keep on winning But then Leeds and West Brom Who are above us Keep on winning as well so
2: yeah i unfortunately I'm, I'm very keen for leeds to go up
1: why is it because they're a big big side mm.
2: because they're a big club and they've been gone so long and when i was really little they were massive and so it's just i still can't get over how leeds fell you know just shows you because i mean they were just enormous club and they're still a big club and also and was a terrible thing to say i think they have some horrible fans <laughs> and that can be fun. <laughs>
1: this, this podcast doesn't go out with leads, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do
2: you I mean? They have some real, you know, people who like a bit of a ruck and I quite see in those kind of fans just, I, I, I like a bit of bother. I like bother on the pitch. I like bother off the pitch. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when, they, when there's a bit of bother on the pitch and they always go, oh, nobody wants to see this. I'm like, I do. Of course we do. Everybody likes a bit of that. Not if somebody's really hurt, but a bit of just handbags yeah. is, is always I think, fun.
0: I think uh, Millwall could be the team for you if you like a bit of bother on the pitch and a bit of bother off the pitch. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, you see, I don't like them because they're not—they're not grand the way Leeds are sort of grand, and I like Leeds as a city as well. I think they deserve it.
0: Yeah, definitely. and then
2: if they're too horrible, then um, then they'll go down.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, so that'd like be that be their
2: punishment. Um, yeah.
1: Which, as, as yeah. an Everton fan, how do you feel about uh, Leeds coming back? Do you have any? Any feelings towards them? Uh, I, th- I think Leeds have a rival. We were pretty much
0: every team in the north of England. I think it's just a thing. Um, so I'd rather them not come back, to be honest. But I, honestly, I can't remember the last time we played Leeds in the Premier League. It was probably when we were just as bad and we survived and, and they went down. So I think we got away with it at the time. But yeah, I, I know what you mean about the Leeds supporters. They do tend to have a, a large bunch. of. swagger that, about them. Yeah, something like yeah. that. It can boil over a little bit. Mm. But um. But yeah, I think it'll be, it'll be a good away day. It's like when Villa came back up last season. Like Villa shouldn't be in the championship. You know, you've know, got to have the big historical teams in the Premier League. With like Bournemouth, with like their little tiny three-seater stadium or whatever it is. Uh, uh, uh,
1: yeah, what? I've had enough of them. Yeah. Okay, what's this small club like bashing going on? Come <laughs> <laughs> hey on, guys. We are the world.
2: <laughs> I think I think Bournemouth uh, was really exciting at first, yeah. and then now I'm just really bored of them, yeah. and I, they've got to go. and I can't look at Eddie Howe's heartbroken face anymore. <laughs> you know, just like a man who doesn't. What what can he do? Just just go down.
1: Yeah, you know, just accept it Try fight. to
2: come up again. Yeah, he's, yeah.
1: A, he's a good manager. He he deserves nothing. He deserves something
2: else. But he's yeah. like one of those people who he stayed in a a marriage when he could have done better.
1: <laughs>
2: it's like, I don't know if you've missed your moment,
1: you know. Uh, cool, yeah, football coming back, definitely I agree with you on that. And the sound, surprisingly, yeah, that, that works for me. Um, what is your, your third story?
2: My third story is such a weird thing, and it is sort of football-related as well, mm-hmm. but it's that sort of random thing that can happen through social media. I can't even remember what it was, but funny, for Richard, for you, being an Everton fan... So I follow Neville Southall Mm. and uh, he's quite political and he's very sound. And he put up something about, and I can't even remember what it was, but it really was succinct about what terrible job the government are doing and the Tories generally. So I just said, "Oh," and I retweeted and said, you know, Neville Southall has won Twitter today. Mm. And then he got in touch or his person is actually got in touch, the secret drug addict, who's on Twitter as that and he helps run his account for him and he said or Neville says realizes you're a comedian and you've all lost your work do you want to take over his Twitter site sometimes he lets people do that it's usually for what's funny is that he usually lets a charity do it to raise awareness but obviously thought you know I'm a charitable case (laughs) because I'm a comic and I can't work at the moment (laughs) um so I was like, yeah, I'll do it. So then, it, but then I had to think of things to do. And then I was really nervous thinking, well, is anyone going to interact with me? Because right. I had to sort of make little videos of t- what, what we were going to talk about and things. And, and then I was just terrified thinking, oh, I'm going to sit there for two hours and nobody's going to interact. But as it was, loads of people did Okay. To the point where I was like, "Oh my god, this is exhausting!" <laughs> okay. like, I'm trying to work it and reply to people, but it was it was just a really fun thing. So and
1: I was going, did people know that it was you, or did they yes, think, no, they knew
2: it was oh, me. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. and I had to I had to sort of advertise it a couple of days in advance and say I'm going to be taking over Neville's, and here's a little video where I'd ask a question. Um, yeah. You know, some of it was silly things um, like I, I don't understand the. Uh, taking off the shirt and running around because I don't know in what other form of life you know a male adult would go you know like if you've got had made a good deal at work you go great well done we've got the deal yeah let's take our shirts off and run around it's just it just seems like a toddler you know like a toddler would do it and also because they know they're going to get a card as well I just think that they cannot control themselves they cannot not do it Um, so kind of other you know asking people what thing do you do when you're really really overexcited And then this is the things that you didn't know about football and embarrassed yourself. And mine was to do with Everton because um, I didn't realise that Everton came out to the theme from Zed Cars. I didn't know that was the Everton thing. And Zed Cars is really big in my life because my mum and dad come from Northern Ireland. My dad's from Belfast. And when they moved to England in the 60s, that's when Zed Cars was the big show on telly. And the lead desk sergeant was the actor James Ellis, who was from Belfast. Right. So my mum and dad always watched it. And I always remembered the same tune. And my mum was like, oh, it was just really comforting because this guy had come from Belfast and he'd done really well. He was in a hit show. So it made us feel like we weren't, you know, so so weird or so out of place to be here, you know. Um, and so <laughs> it was actually the comedian Brendan Riley, who was a big Everton fan. Oh, yeah. And was years ago, I was out with him and his phone went and his ringtone is...
1: Oh, Because
2: he's a massive Everton fan. So his ringtone went and I went, oh oh, are you a big Z Cars fan? Uh, and he was like, no. <laughs> it's like, as if you would be a Zed Cars fan in this day and age, you know. But I was just like, wow, that's really weird because I really like Zed Cars too. Yeah,
0: it's so funny though because like you go to like the pub before the match or you go to the chippy or something like that and somebody's phone ring and Zed Cars goes off and literally all the fellas who are like over the age of 40 just kind of like
1: check their pockets (laughs) (laughs) so everyone's got Z cars as their ringtone it
2: must be and definitely an age group definitely (laughs)
1: yeah Um, Joe this chat has been very fun man Um, to talk about football and thank you for coming on it's been oh thanks for having me it's been you know
2: it's one of those things that perks you up your day as well oh good I can go on and talk rubbish that's what this
1: podcast is for man to cheer people up make people feel good forget all the doom and gloom that's going on in the world you know just kind of bring some positivity into our lives, into our hearts. Um, Joe, if people want to find you on social media, um, where can they do so?
2: I'm on Twitter, Joe underscore Caulfield, and on Instagram, Caulfield J And also, I've made, if you want to see the little videos I've made, mm. um, they're on Instagram TV, Caulfield J
1: definitely check out Joe's social media handles um, Rich um, as an Everton fan this has been a good one for you is it I know yeah, yeah. <laughs> lots of blue talk Neville Southall Z
0: Cars. it's great I loved all this chat um, yeah. Joe can you comment yeah.
1: every week please <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: um, but uh, yeah uh, uh, what's my Twitter handle I can't remember my Twitter handle at underscore it's my name oh, never mind I <laughs> obviously you need to have a note nah, <laughs> before you go into work later on uh, there will yeah, be so the that, questions in life so <laughs> that on Twitter and Instagram or uh, Radio X Friday nights and Saturday nights at seven o'clock.
1: Lovely, cool um, as ever. Uh, Nathan on Instagram and Nathan Katon on Twitter. And um, yeah, I'll be doing gigs again. So look out on social media and uh, yeah, come to one of my gigs uh, and see me. See me let out some steam after three and a half months locked up with my girlfriend Ah oh, man um, I'm gonna come see you I've not seen you b- before so it's overdue yeah. Mate, g- give me a shout man we'll hook it up we'll hook yes. it up yes get it um, Joe thank you very much once again it's been a pleasure to have you on uh, till next time guys take care stay positive see you later